Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v The associations here, our guide is out. NBA ready to tip off October 24th. Lakers, Nuggets, Suns, Warriors. And Von Tobel's been tracking everything. Great cover with Dame Time. Milwaukee. v Pro subscriber. Get in there today. Get the all-new NBA betting guide. Previews on every team, futures, year-long player props, best bets on player awards, live betting strategies, and Von Model went to work big time, our senior NBA analyst. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right. So with that dropping today, the man who put a lot of the guide together, Jonathan Von Tobel, joins the program now. Uh, JVT, good morning. I can't wait to look at it. It's, uh, I mean, the cover of it alone looks spectacular this year. I want to ask you this. With these uh, recent trades in the Eastern Conference, where all this talk about power ratings and now the movement on the Bucks to win the title and the Celtics to win the title, is Denver still the best team in the league? Uh, you know, I'm going to say right now, no, but it's not a strong no. I, I think Milwaukee, for me, is the best team in the NBA right now. When you have... Two players like Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, it's like hand meet glove, right? Like they fit perfectly together. Their pick and roll is going to be almost impossible to stop. The pieces in their starting lineup around them should fit very well. You know, you've got a whole small forward, so we'll see what you want to do there or power forward, however you want to slug it. Um, but regardless, like this is a team that I think fits together very, very well with the pieces that they have. And we talk a lot about the drop-off defensively, and there will be at the point of attack because Damian Lillard is not the defender that Drew Holiday was. You'll have to play drop coverage a little bit more and do certain things to mask that. But they are awesome on the offensive end. And you still have Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brooke Lopez to shore you up on the back end. So for my money, at least at this point right now, uh, it is Milwaukee. I know Jim, you know uh, Paul mentioned John Von Model. We did build one uh, for the NBA. It's a player-based model. That thing spit out Milwaukee as the best team in the NBA. So I think I'd go with Milwaukee at this point. But I don't think it's it's a massive gap. Yep, love the Bucks, no doubt about it. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect out of Philadelphia with this Harden mess. And he's going to make life miserable and uncomfortable there. Uh, thoughts on the Sixers, and as a result, should I lay 240 in that range on Boston to win the division? You know, and it's up minus 280 at DraftKings, Paul, so that thing's moving north, and I don't think it's going to stop, and I think everybody's probably thinking what you are. I, I would say, for the most part, once you get past, like, minus 250, I wouldn't, only because there is a reality, right, in which, for some reason, somehow, some way, this does work out for a year, because remember, Harden is in a contract year. And so the last thing that you have to do, and if you take in a lot of NBA media and reports, there are the rumblings that, hey, look, he understands that while he's not happy, 
he's actually ultimately going to have to probably play ball because if he goes out and, you know, puts on the fat suit, as many people say, for those yep. who don't remember, you know, that last year in Houston where he showed up fat, but then all of a sudden he showed up to Brooklyn and he was in shape, you know, he can't really do that. And so I think because he did report, he is out there. I think they're in Colorado for training camp, if I remember correctly, wherever they're at. Yep. Uh, he is there now. So I think that it ultimately kind of leads to a begrudgingly like, um, we'll call it like inline Harden that might give you a decent effort. And I think that's the only worry you have there. So once you climb north of minus 250, I think you're you're ultimately laying too high of a price if all of a sudden James Harden like falls in line. But I don't blame anybody who wants to go up there and bet it. And the, the fact that it's almost minus 300 makes a ton of sense. Okay, you have a bunch of bets that we're going to get to coming up in a second. Have to ask you about the Lakers here as they put together a great run last season yep. when they made some moves, right? It was a lot of fun. And then they were swept by the Nuggets. Where do you have Los Angeles, the Lakers here, in the pecking order of the Western Conference? So I think if you look at it right now, I think the Clippers, excuse me, the, Lake, uh, the Lakers, I've got them about like fourth, third in the, uh, yeah, third in the, the, the Western Conference. Um, my worry is this, and I wrote about this at length in the guide for the preview for the Lakers guys, which is there is a reality in which the pieces that they have revert back to their career forms. And so what you mean by that is like Gabe Vincent, for example, Gabe Vincent was brilliant in the postseason. Gabe Vincent's a career 33.5% three-point shooter. Rui Hachimura is a career like 30-ish three-point shooter, right? There's a bunch of guys that are on this roster that are brought in to really help. One of the things that they need outside of figuring out what they're going to do at center um, behind um, Anthony Davis is figuring out how to space the floor a little bit better because by the time you got to the end of the postseason, the Denver Nuggets and other teams are like, go ahead, guys, shoot, like because we're going to just clog up the paint and make sure you can't get that. So guys like Torian Prince helped that. Austin Reeves should help that. Yeah. But I do wonder if there's a reality in which some of these other guys revert back to form as career shooters, and all of a sudden the spacing starts to get clunky again. However, still have LeBron James, still have Anthony Davis. You still have a team that's going to be very good defensively, and you have a most improved candidate in Austin Reeves that if he really takes another step forward, you're going to have a legitimate wing player that's going to be dangerous to people. So I think they're safely as third in the uh, the Western Conference. Phoenix and Denver are up there. I actually really love Phoenix coming into this year as well. Uh, but I, I think the Lakers are there, but I have them third in the West. Palenka did an excellent job. Uh, certainly you have to worry about the health with AD. And I know LeBron sees a lot, sees something in Hachimura. And they've been working out all summer as well. How about let's stay there. How about the Clippers? You can see, you can find minus 250 to make the playoffs. That's it. What do you think of the Clippers this year now that now we're with the new rules, load management and, and George and, and Kawhi have to play? So anybody who knows me, who's watched the network or anything like that, knows I am a Clippers fan. You know, grew up was one. But I think, Paul, this is the ultimate by low version of L.A. You know, and I'll put it in this perspective. This is essentially the same tier as last year, a team as last year. The only difference is they brought in Kenyon Martin Jr. from uh, the Houston Rockets. He's going to be awesome forward to run up and down the floor with that second unit to get a little bit quicker. But that's the only key difference. He's a 24-year-old forward. This team last year was plus 750 to win the NBA Finals. This year, they're 18 to 1, and that is the lone difference. So I can understand the market being like, you know, we can't do this anymore, right? Kawhi Leonard gets hurt at every single turn. You know, Paul George, we don't know if they're going to be available. We don't know all the stories about that. But this is the same team that the market thought was one of the best in the NBA last year, but because they're tired of the health issues, then all of a sudden they get knocked down a peg. I think this is a great buy-low opportunity for L.A., whether it is to make the playoffs, whether it is to win the NBA Finals, whatever positive thing, this guy's is the lowest win total of the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard era. And the other one was when Kawhi Leonard was out for the entire year that we knew about. So I think you're getting a really big buy low opportunity with the Clippers because there is a reality in which they're healthy. And if they are healthy, we hmm. saw in game one of that first round series against Phoenix, they're a damn good team. They were going to win that series against Phoenix had Kawhi Leonard stayed yep. healthy. Yep. And ultimately they don't. So Paul, I think it's a really good buy low opportunity for LA if you want to swallow it. Follow the money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Jonathan Von Tobel, the NBA betting guide is out today. Available vcin.com slash subscribe. Jonathan wrote most of it. Uh, so you have three win totals that you like and you're going to recommend here and a division bet. Are the Clippers involved in any of those? If not, who do you like to win a division? So no, they're not. And if we're going to go to the division, uh, so this is a this is one of those where I bet it last year and I got burned, but it was one of those where I'm like, no, I was right. And you guys just like crapped it away. So I'm going to do this again. Uh, Atlanta Hawks at plus 210 to win the Southeast division. Oh, we saw the and I'm willing to right. Atlanta last year was better than what they showed. Uh -huh. And now you get Quinn Snyder. You get a full offseason to get this team ready. For those who didn't really look at some of the numbers, from the day Quinn Snyder took over to through the play-in and, and through the Celtics' loss in, in the postseason, guys, this is the fourth-best offense in the NBA. They really started to take off. 
Quinn Snyder had an emphasis on offensive rebounding and action at the rim, and all of those things really turned out in the statistics. So now I'm, a, I'm assuming that in an offseason where you get a full Quinn Snyder to implement and install his offense, that things, this thing's going to be even better. They're going to be okay on defense, but this is also a play on Miami just got worse. Mm-hmm. You know, the Miami should not be minus 180 to win this division, given the talent that the Atlanta Hawks have. So I'm banking on that discrepancy not being as large. I think there's value in plus 210, and I think Atlanta's a team to watch out for. I think they really could be very good under Quinn Snyder, especially if some of those offensive numbers really take over the course of a whole season. But Hawks to win the Southeast Division uh, was the division bet at plus 210. All right, rapid fire. Go with your uh, three regular season win totals that you like. All right, uh, Denver Nuggets under 53 and a half wins. Uh, this is just a play on the bench. For those who don't know, right, the bench got a lot worse. Bruce Brown's gone. Jeff Green's gone. They're going to ask guys like Seek Naji uh, and Peyton Watson to fill in big roles in the front court. I think the regular season is spent developing those guys and getting them ready, and thus that's going to take a hit under 53 and a half wins. Kings under 44 and a half wins. They are a very big regression candidate, guys. This is my favorite stat when I was going through the guide. The Kings got at least 73 games from their top eight players in minutes per game. That's insane. That's crazy. Yes. There's no way that's going to repeat itself. They also had a winning record in clutch games. They shot over 50% in clutch minutes. Those are things that should regress. So Kings under 44 and a half wins. And this is purely a guess and speculation. OG Ananobi has a player option for next year that he's going to decline. It's sub $20 million. Pascal Siakam is on an expiring deal as Mm -hmm. well. They just watched Red Van Vliet leave for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Toronto's not letting that happen again. Under 36 and a half wins for the Toronto Raptors. Okay, very good. Now to the uh, big boy here. And I can't believe this because I texted you, I don't know, weeks ago. I said yeah. there's one person I'm betting to win the MVP this year. And then when we went back and forth, it's the same guy. It's okay. J- JVT's on the same guy. Shock the world right now. Tell us who you like. I think Devin Booker's going to win MVP this year. Wow. I, I think he is set up to have an awesome, awesome season. He is, you know, there's there's this talk about, hey, who's going to play point guard? ESPN's got Bradley Beal penciled in uh, as the starting point guard. I think it eventually becomes Devin Booker. You know, if you look in the last few years when Chris Paul missed time, he was their lead guard. He's awesome. His assist rate has gone up each year. He's been absolutely brilliant. Last year was a very small sample size, but a point guard, they had a plus 17.4 net rating. He is great. And he's also been part of the conversation, guys. Not last year because he played just about 50 games. But remember, the year before he finished fourth in MVP voting. He has been on the fringes. He has been considered one of the most disrespected guys. And if the Suns are exactly what I think they're going to be, which is the one seed in the West, and you can get them, by the way, a plus 340 to be the one seed in the Western Conference, I think that Devin Booker is going to be the straw that stirs that drink. And I think at 22 to 1, which you can find him at to win MVP, that is a price that is definitely worth betting. Now, don't forget, and I don't know if this is uh, sustainable for a full regular season, Dev- behind the Joker last year in the playoffs, I would tell you that d- the numbers offensively and def- defensively, I thought Devin Booker was the second best player in the entire playoffs last year. Oh, I don't even think that's a question, right? Like, I think he was brilliant last year. He was amazing. So, and you get that. That's that's going to help you out, too, narratively, right, Mitch? The fact that he had that postseason, and if they come in, he gives you 65-plus games, and, and Devin Booker, or excuse me, Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant are in and out of the lineup because you kind of expect them to be, mm. but they still get that one or two seed, he's going to be the guy. I love it. Great stuff, my man. Thanks for popping on today. We appreciate that. Thanks for having me, guys. And yeah, I, I, just a shout out. Our crew did an awesome job. You know, I, I wrote a good chunk of this, but it, it was brilliant what the guys did behind the scenes. So thank you very much to everybody who was involved. Yep. As always, again, there you go. There you the go. guide is out today. NBA betting guide, vcin.com slash subscribe. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action. Some of the big tickets that came in already during the playoffs with win-lose here on vcin. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, 
Lil Dirk, and you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you? T- why are you telling me the whole time? <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony Delisandra. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Night. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Cannot believe it. Prop, uh, how many sweeps? Over two and a half, plus 190. I didn't see a prop with every series end in a sweep. Couldn't get one game today? Huh? Someone man up. Come on. Oh. So it swept. Yep. Sweeps with everything, and over two and a half gets there. Daily strikeout prop. Most strikeouts yesterday of all the 20 to 1. How? Longest shot on the board. He was three and a half? He'd been so bad. Maybe they thought Maybe they thought what happened in Toronto was going to happen in Texas. I don't know. I didn't even look the at guy, the market. Yeah, the I guy was awesome. That. He was 20 to 1. 20 to 1. There and he got eight. eight. Eight got there. Eight pitchers going. Yep. The whole day. He's 20 to 1. By the way, like his career postseason numbers are awesome. I know. 20 to 1 at William Hill Caesars, longest shot. Most home runs in the wild card round. Royce Lewis. He hits two in his first two at bats in game one, and that holds up. Well, it makes sense. You only have a, you know, every series is a sweep. Yep. He's the only guy who hits two, and he cashes 25 to 1. Most runs in the wild card round at DraftKings. Debt, three way tie. Isn't this something? Diamondbacks, Phillies, and Rangers. Mm. They all had 11. Diamondbacks were 6-1, to one, so were the Rangers. Phillies were plus 450. By the way, here are Evaldi's career postseason numbers. 49 and two-thirds innings, 49 Ks, 2.90 ERA, 0.97 whip. How good is that? He looked great. Yeah, he did. He had it early on. The score the most runs yesterday. Texas and the Phillies tied. Both was 7. Texas was 7-1. to one, The Phillies were 5. Garcia to go deep plus 360. Carter for Texas. Home run 10-1. to one. Rangers to win, plus 130. Brewers to score in the first inning, plus 250 to win the first inning, plus 310. Again, they score early, and that's it. How many times are you going to leave the bases loaded? Nobody out. One out. Someone come up with a clutch hit. Twins, Blue Jays, alt under, five and a half. Again, plus 220. Stott to hit a home run, 10 to 1. Remember that prop? Total grand slams was one and a half. You're almost there. Real, Real Muto to go deep, 5-1. to one. Champions League, Shakhtar, plus 330. And AC Milan, Dortmund draw, plus 240. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. The Pelican from yesterday is up, by the way, at Pauly Does Vegas on Instagram with Frank B, with the Pelican doctor, Oscar. This is at DraftKings Casino. How about a 10-set bet that won $2.2 million? El Dorado, the lost city. Player in Michigan. Ten cents. When the huts can that be? How can that be possible? A ten cent wager and it wins two million dollars. Wow. 
wouldn't know what to do if that happened. We have to bring on uh, Jason March again That's from right. uh, DK to I gotta explain hear the this. story. Yeah, I got to hear the story and get some insight into the game. Not a dry eye in the house. I think I'm going to get some people today. We love this. We hit every demographic. Look at the dog. Now, now the owner's giving the dog a little, little piece of chicken here, right? Now, what's he doing? He's in the house. The dog runs outside with the piece of chicken. He's wagging the tail, and he's excited. This looks like it'd probably be a regular occurrence. And we follow the camera because the dog's laying down now with the piece of chicken. What's he doing? And would you look at this? He puts the piece of chicken on the tombstone, on the grave of his buddy that he lost. And you see the picture of his, of his pal, brother or sister. And then he rests his head on the tombstone with the piece of chicken. He's like, yep, that's for my buddy. That's right. We miss him. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Smart dogs. No, it's but that is, that's off the charts. Look at him. Brings the piece of chicken for his lost companion and then rests the head on the grave, on the tombstone. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. One lose some. You've referenced this a couple times on the show now. You have, uh, thanks Cabo, I now have worms when you did, you did the shot. I brought this up the Number other one? day. Uh -huh. Look at the hair, by the way. <laughs> what is this? This is uh, 2016. Oh, no. There's the worm in Cabo San Lucas. Uh huh. I told you I don't have a sweet tooth, but I'm willing to try almost anything once. Uh huh. Some chocolate, uh, uh, chocolate covered scorpions. Yeah, I went back and looked at that. The California State Fair. Yeah. And uh, this was uh, you know, oh. having a good time at the restaurant, drinking the worm, no problem. That that restaurant, uh, I, I would go there five times a week. Uh huh. Best Mexican food I've ever had in my entire life. Awesome. And a lot of fun. The locals loved it. They had a good time uh, dancing at the end. Can't believe you still have the video. Good for you. I had to go back and find okay. it. I, I also found another one from uh, five years before this in Cabo where I did a shot of, uh, there was a dead rattlesnake in a bunch of tequila. Oh. I'm like, come on. When in Rome, I got to try this. Oh, my God. What do you have for the California State Fair menu? Well, I don't know how how over the top do you want me to go with this because it's well, just what's on the menu. Okay, I ate the chocolate-covered scorpion. They had chocolate-covered crickets. They had now this that was from their uh, bug menu. They also had <laughs> I'll go back to that in a second. The exotic menu, alligator, kangaroo. They had a yak burger. They had beaver on a stick. Oh, for crying out loud. Thanks, I had it stuffed yesterday. Python on a stick. <laughs> Antelope sandwich. Go. Yeah. They had a uh, ra yeah. they had raccoon on a stick. What? Oh. And then no. th this is the one I don't even want to oh, talk about because people no. are gonna lose their breakfast. And I, I have, you know, a guy has to draw a line somewhere uh, on the menu, and it's too blurry to even put up on the screen. They had a maggot meat sandwich. And I just like, wrong? I'll try everything. I'm not trying that. People look at me because I start my day off once in a while with a Twix. I mean, look, move over California State Fair. Hope. Couple bad beats. Pete had this. Other people had it. Peralta. Outs recorded. Circa and other places had 15 and a half. He was cruising into the top of the sixth half, and they pulled him. He got 15. I thought he was really, really he good. Was, yeah, I know. He until was. that one inning just got away from him. Diamondbacks, Brewers over seven and a half. Five, two in the sixth. Brewers, bases loaded, one out in the eighth. Nothing again. Would they leave the bases loaded four or five times in oh. the series? It felt like every single inning they had yep. guys on. Winsome. Mike Barth in Houston. I heard the interview with Frank B. I wanted to give you the buyer's side of the Mattress Mac promo. We bought a new house in the Houston area this summer. And while furniture shopping at Gallery Furniture, I told my wife, buy as much as you want, because as long as the Astros make the playoffs, I can hedge and create a discount on our purchase. I will be making bets on the Astros' opponent in each round if they advance and create a win-win situation throughout the playoffs. Mike Barth, there you go. It's a very good move. Well done. Yeah, looking to be a better better. Tens of thousands of people have already turned to Juice Reel. Juice Reel in the App Store, not a sports book. Juice Reel, R-E-E-L, a tool to help you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all your betting history, gives you an edge backed by nearly one billion in bets. Use the data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Juice like orange juice, Reel, R-E-E-L. Download it, absolutely free. iPhone or Android device today. Excellent job as always, fellas. Thanks to the viewer who emailed the menu from the Texas State Fair, which is the opposite of the California, more on par with the Wisconsin State Fair and the Minnesota State Fair in terms of everything's deep fried and, uh, you know, <laughs> right. you know you're, yeah, you're, you're deep fried Oreos and your deep fried Twinkies and 
But uh, you know how they're going to do it in Texas. It looks phenomenal. Thanks for that, and go Sooners. Boomer! Um, but that's uh, different than the California state. I guess, maybe a little bit. The times are out. Schedule's out. 10 a.m. Pacific, Saturday, Baltimore opens up at home against Texas. Do, Follow- we, do we have pitching matchups yet? I don't see them yet. Followed by <laughs> Twins and Astros, both on Fox Sports 1. And then on TBS, 3 o'clock Pacific, it's um, Atlanta, Philly, followed by the Dodgers at home to Arizona to close out 6.30 Pacific. Four games Saturday in baseball playoffs. Mm. The new schedule, the the four games this week typically would have been on Friday, uh-huh. the way they change it up. But yep. uh, this is from James, email fteamatvcin.com. Uh, he says, guys, a great show as always. Yesterday was awesome. Great Frank B. If you missed yesterday's show with uh, professional gambler Frank B., I would highly recommend you go back and find it on the podcast. Just uh, search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Guy is amazing. But uh, James says the Blue Jays are the Chargers every year. Oh. They show so much talent and expectations. They run high only to see them, quote, vomit all, all over themselves. How many did they win? Joe Carter beating the Phillies. They went back to back. Okay. Boy, those teams were loaded. Oh, they were so good. Was that Molitor, Carter, Alomar? Was Ricky Henderson on that team? Man, he was on cool. it there for a little while. But it's been... A, it, Jack okay, Morris. Going back, it's been a horrible run. No doubt getting swept here. Guerrero and Bichette can't even win a playoff game. But how about the base running blunders? Bichette in game one and Vlad in game two. You cannot get picked off there. No. On a 3-2 count with the bases loaded. That's really And what bad. a time for Gray and Correa to do that. Correa, several Blue Jay players told Correa, it's so loud I, we can't hear our third base coach. He used that, went to Gray, and then great breakdown from A-Rod. Tap the cap. It's on. I uh, tap the cap. One, one thousand. One, two, one thousand. Bam. Pick, pick off, off play. play. Out. Done. I would say uh, Vlad getting picked off was actually worse than pulling Barrios. And mm. I thought pulling Barrios was a complete disaster. We every, Everyone agreed on that. What I are just, you doing? I, <laughs> 47 pitches, a guy on first, nobody out, bottom of the fourth. Got to get Mr. 14 hours in Kikuchi. And uh, immediately gives up two runs. I guess we shouldn't even be surprised anymore. I don't, well, how about, uh, I don't understand the black communication. That was the plan. V- Vlad, afterwards, everyone was surprised. Right. Merrifield, I hated it. Yeah. In-pocket plays coming up next on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Buddy Network. About two units yesterday. Nola got me good. Good for him. Great performance. Earned runs over one and a half, minus 170. Nope. He was outstanding. And that's a loser. I'm looking at soccer again Saturday. As always with the lower leagues. Can't get enough of Cheltenham Town. League one. Start with Saints and Patriots under 39 and a half. The Saints, we've had it every week. The Saints have played 11 straight unders. Make it 12 against the Patriots. Darby County, $1.80 against Cheltenham Town. Don't want to go under here, but again, Cheltenham Town, 12 matches on the year, 11 in league play in League One. They've yet to score. Why don't you want to go under? I don't I don't trust it because they've lost a couple 3 nils, uh, Cheltenham Town. A couple 3 nil losses here. Um, and again, there's four different ways to bet this now. Bet against them. You can bet under. You can bet the team total under, which is juicy, plus price. And... Um, BTTS, no. But this is just staggering with Cheltenham Town, uh, what they've done at the bottom of the table, obviously. 11 matches in league, 10 losses, yet to score. And they take on Darby County. And Fleetwood Town was the uh, second worst team in the league and beat them 2-0. Let's find it. Let's identify it. We think we've done it with Sheffield Wednesday Championship League, the league under the Premier League. Two goals in their last seven matches. They take on Huddersfield Town. Let's go under two and a half on Saturday. Sheffield Wednesday looks to finish at the bottom. A lot of time left, but a horrible start to the year with Sheffield Wednesday as they were promoted to the Championship League last uh, this upcoming year. Okay, you good? Good. All right. Uh, first five over. 
four runs last night. Phillies-Marlins game, loser. It was 3-0. Yeah, Nola was great. Marlins had their chances in the fifth. Phillies had their chance to add more, but they didn't. That was the story of the playoffs. Bases loaded and right, not getting anybody in, and there were... Runners left on. What were there, tw- uh, 19 guys left on in the Brewers game last night? Yeah. I mean, or something like that. I think well, they, they had 12 themselves. In, in that particular series, it was almost like every single inning where they yeah. had guys on, could do some damage, and they failed to do so. So they're done after two games, and uh, the Phillies are moving on here. Loser for me. Uh, I've added a couple of bets here. Uh, pending, first off. Cardinals plus the five against the Bengals. Now, this is down to three even money. Cincinnati, one spot globally, <laughs> oh, yeah. has Cincy two and yeah. a half. Uh-huh. So maybe I find a cheap money line on the Bengals and try to win both bets like I did last week with the Ravens and uh, I, and the Browns couldn't win both bets, but maybe. Uh, and Packers pick them. Now, there's this been going back and forth, too. Packers shot up to two. Buyback, I think, on the you know possible Garoppolo news. Where he's going to be back this week for the Raiders, down to one pretty much, but it's kind of no man's land uh, with the Packers in that game. And then uh, a couple of additions for today: Alabama and Texas A&M under 46 and a half is still available. You can find that. Rumblings of uh, Milrow tweaking a hamstring yesterday. If he, if somehow he doesn't play, I mean the backup quarterbacks are just right. Even if he does, or we talked about this with yeah. Brad Powers an hour ago. A&M's defense really coming on. Bama's defense is scary right now. So I'll take the under there. Well, if he has a bad wheel. That takes away the rushing ability. Oh, right. And he was so good against Miss State, so that really hurts him offensively. So I don't want to lay uh, Brian Robinson. I don't want to like lay a dollar five or minus one ten or one fifteen, whatever it is to score an anytime touchdown. Again, it's just it's jumping off the page tonight that Robinson's going to do really really well. I think there's a spot here for a backup guy to do some damage as well. I'll go half a unit, Paulie. Antonio Gibson, anytime touchdown, plus 215 for the Commanders against the Bears. All right, there you go. Excellent job. And everyone, uh, let's enjoy and have fun with this Cheltenham town early on Saturday. Let's keep it going. What a story. It's a really good college football card this week. Yep. A lot of good games. Gonna get, Hopefully it doesn't get lost, though. We've got the you know, worlds colliding here. we got four playoff games, too. As we start the uh, the new round and a lot on the line. Yep. I'm noticing uh, that the public back on Colorado again this week. Some books where yep. the uh, splits are basically like 90% plus on Colorado tickets. But I don't think that clearly that's not going to go anywhere, right? They take on Arizona State. They're expecting them to bounce back and have a really they – were, they were really good offensively against USC. Yep. Look great. Thought they are going to get blown out. And uh, certainly USC's got a lot to fix and address on defense. What did I read? Colorado's responsible for three of the four, four highest rated games this far. I think Colorado, Colorado State did – no. Colorado, Oregon, more people watched than Notre Dame, Ohio State. Mm, imagine if the game was good. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, I, know. Yeah, if that, I know. If that game would have turned out to be Colorado, USC, where it was, you know, 90, what was it, 89 points combined? 40, was it the final score, 48-41? And like 1,000 yards, the ratings would have been, they it would have challenged bowl games from previous years with how popular this team is. So, um I did not bet the over 44 and a half in the NFL game tonight, though. Not yet. Well, haven't gotten I, I there. Just, I don't. I don't see. There should be a ton of points, though, when you look at it. The Here. Bears have allowed 25 or more in the last 14 games. Yeah. We know they've lost 14 in a row. They're well. Let's let's be honest. It's a horrific defense. The only reason they're not last is because of the Broncos. Who Denver, the worst defense DVOA first four games in NFL history. Um. And then Washington's having his problem getting stops, and they're 21st in total defense, and they couldn't slow down Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And then what the Eagles did going up and down the field against them last week. Yeah, here are your numbers overall for the Bears, like you talked about. Defensively, only ahead of the Broncos. Well, break it down a little bit beyond that. Rushing DVOA, they're 21st. Passing DVOA, they're 31st. So that's one metric. If you want to even go down like the EPA per play allowed, they're 31st in total EPA per play. They're 31st defensively in passing EPA per play. Like every single number, points per game, pressure percentage, they're third to last. They have two sacks on the year. And so far in four games, that's the one category where Howell hasn't been great. He has a passer rating of 36 when he's pressured and they can't get anybody on the quarterback. And you look at that, if they can't get any pressure on him, well, 
the secondary is without three guys as of right now. If they miss Brisker tonight, that's going to be four guys. Man down? How about four men down? <laughs> yeah. Right? And, yeah. and oh, Iberflus will figure it out. Oh, Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, and you're talking about a team that's dead last in every statistical category the last two years as well. So, you know, I, you also have the – there's a lot going on here. I mean, you have the is-he-gone angle if it's ugly tonight and for the world to see. I don't think that'll happen, but respected people have put that out there, that if this is ugly, bye-bye, he's gone. First coach fired. Although, again, he's running the defense and he's the head coach. What are you going to do? So that just becomes an unmitigated disaster, which the first four games have been. And with the Claypool mess and then um, Fields calling out the OC and running the same play back-to-back-to-back time. So a lot going on here. I want you to name their first win. If it doesn't come tonight, they're a six-point dog at Washington. They do. Carolina at home. November. Early November. That's week 10. Yeah. They're not going to win before then? No. After tonight, they're back home. Week six, they host the Vikings. No. Week seven, they're at home. They're hosting Las Vegas. No. Oh, they can win that game. No, they won't. They're going to be 0-9. Yeah. Before they take on Carolina. Yeah. Uh, they'll have a win before Carolina. Can't you want to have a lunch bet on that? 14 in a row, Mitch. You want to have a bet on what that? The, the Bears yeah. will have a win before they play What's Carolina. What's the price? You think of the price. Do well, you're, price. Very, you're adamant about this, so I'll give me the Bears 2-1. to one. Take the Bears 2-1? 2-1? <laughs> to one? Yeah. Uh, that's a weird... All right. You, you want to play ball? Sparky? What do you want to do? What do you, what do you make that line at home of the Raiders? Pick them? I don't know. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. At the Chargers. Yeah. Char- it could be a survivor play, too. Uh, okay. We'll revisit it. Sounds good. <laughs> revisit? What if they have a win tonight? They're not winning tonight. Okay. Would you use them in survivor? Commanders? Sneaky play? Yeah. <sighs> Man, it, I can't, it, it, I can't honestly, do it. You can't. Ron mm, Rivera can go into your pocket here. Yeah, he can. I mean, he just. It's the, the lunacy. When you talk to the media afterwards, I didn't know we were eliminated from the playoffs. I can't believe Howell looks so good in practice. Right. I, my I, my I wife can't, said something. I'm like, wait, what, what are you on here? Our, okay. our offense was gassed. I can't go for two in the win. Right. Uh, really? You got a Thursday game coming up, too, and you can't stop yeah, them. I'd I rather mean, go to overtime with Philadelia on the road. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a better option. And their kicker's automatic. Okay. Well, okay. So I think you really, I mean, it's the Lions and the Dolphins this week for Survivor. Well, the comeback but, is everyone's going to be on those two. But, correct. Right. And you, can, when you look ahead for those two teams, you can find other spots and make the case like, yeah. uh, maybe I don't want to be on every the team that or you know every other person in Survivor is going to be on this week. Yep. So if that's the case, I mean, it's sometimes you got to you know take a walk on the wild side. I hope I'm right. I would love to see it because then you're talking that would be 19 straight losses going into the Thursday night game at home against Carolina. I mean, then it just it's really then it's completely up for grabs. What if it's what if it's 0 10 against 0 10 then at that point? And the Bears are laying three points. <laughs> yeah, they, right. That's in play. That's a sell. I think uh, they put that up at Circa too at Illinois. 0 and 7. It's available. Is it? Well, the Bears are going winless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're see. they're worse than last year, arguably. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin will join the program next. What to do with Jonathan Taylor? Cooper Cup. And who does he like tonight in Thursday Night Football? Find out coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We've mentioned it several times during the show, but the incredible menu on DraftKings, especially with the instant gratification with the live at-bat props on everything with the baseball playoffs and the full menu. And don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Get up there Thursday night football. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program as he does uh, every Thursday at this time. The website is guillotineleagues.com. You can go there for Charch's rankings for free every single week. Good morning, pal. Uh, thanks for popping on. I think we could talk about tonight's game for like a half an hour on its own, but let's hit some of the bullet points here. I've been saying all day long, I mean, it's gonna, Brian. Ro- it's screaming here. Brian Robinson's going to go nuts tonight, but I yeah. also think there's a spot for Antonio Gibson. What's your breakdown here of the commander's running backs? Well, uh, Robinson's handled 73% of Washington's backfield touches, including 78% of the team's red zone touches. Yep. So, you know, Robinson is the strongest and most obvious play in a very, very plus matchup. Uh, Robinson's four touchdowns in four games, by the way. That's half of Washington's rushing total of last year. And he's already he's already there. So they're getting more productivity, especially in the red zone out of Robinson. Uh, only Denver's allowed more touchdowns to running backs than Chicago's eight. The anytime touchdown for Robinson and the first player touchdown is feels like a pretty strong wager here. The Commanders are Pro Football Focus's seventh best run blocking team, and the Bears are Pro Football Focus's 29th ranked overall defense and 29th ranked tackling defense. So it really, you know, Robinson's not a special back by any stretch. He's a little bit better than he was last year. Now, Gibson's a, and Robinson's my favorite play. Gibson is very lightly used, which worries me. He's on the field a fair amount. In fact, he's running, Mitch, 22 passing routes per game, but they're turning that into two catches per game. And the running that Antonio Gibson has given us hasn't been great. So, you know, the the line on him is low. You could try to just figure, you know, look, anybody who runs against the Bears is going to have a fair measure of success. And Gibson might be the, the easier angle that way. Um, but the usage level has been so low, there's no guarantees here. OK, what about the two quarterbacks? Fields coming off of his best game as a pro. Howell yeah. has been hit and miss. But look at the defense he gets tonight. I know this, it's such a strong play for Howell. And so, you know, Howell's games have been. Uh, he's had one really bad game. He's had, I think, two promising games and one great one. I mean, he's 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 has he has looked very good at times. The Bears have already allowed the second most touchdown passes, the sixth most passing yards. Every opposing passer has thrown three touchdowns, except Baker Mayfield, who threw for 300 yards in that game. And the Bears secondary just ravaged by injury. I mean, an already bad secondary. They're out Kyler Gordon, Jalen Jackson, Tyreek Stevenson's in the concussion protocol, Josh Blackwell and Eddie Jackson. I mean, total disaster for that secondary. So it's really game on for this 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 passing game. Now, the frustrating thing on Howell for me is Ben. Dude's got wheels and they never run him. He's got no designed runs on the season. I wish they would open up that, but they won't have to here. It's going to be a ton of passing. 
Howell, all receivers sitting on potentially a very, very nice game tonight. Okay. What do we do with this Jonathan Taylor news now? Yeah, this one's really interesting. Now, Indianapolis head coach Shane Steichen, Paulie, says we'll see about whether or not Jonathan Taylor plays. Well, he's playing. I mean, I don't, I don't, this is just a charade, or at least he should be. I think the only wild card is Jim Ursay because it's within <laughs> Jim Ursay to be so petty that he's going to bench his best offensive weapon because his feelings got hurt. That is possible. I don't think so, though. And if Jim Ursay were smart, and we could do the rest of the, we could debate that really for the rest of this whole segment. Ursay should showcase Taylor to raise his trade value, that, which would, by the way, be great for fantasy. We love it when they showcase players. So he's a full participant in practice yesterday. I'm not worried about the ankle. The immediate problem for Taylor, to me, is not whether or not he's going to play. It's just he's got a really tough matchup with a very good Titans run defense. Uh Lead backs averaging 42 yards per game against Tennessee. They rank fifth best in the run stuff win rate category, and they're sixth best in tackling by pro football focus. So tricky matchup. Taylor probably, I think he sees 15-ish touches in this game. Um, if it were a more favorable matchup, I'd be like, you know, lights out. But I'm still starting Taylor. I, oh, okay. Anytime Jonathan Taylor, a healthy Taylor is getting 15 touches. I'm in. All right. Well, we have to mention this again with uh, Puka DePepo and then Cooper Cup. Now, uh, <laughs> McVeigh did the Ron Burgundy where it says limited, but he's not limited. What what do we do with Cup? And then if P- Cup comes back, what does that mean for Puka? Yeah. So the, the beauty is Puka's not running from the slot at all. Like 9% of his routes are run from the slot. So this is a great opportunity to get both on the field. I don't think they're necessarily going to take away from each other. Van Jefferson's going to get iced out entirely, which is great. And that guy deserves it and has had it coming for a long time. <laughs> so that's fantastic news. Yeah. Cup's going to be on the field it, it, in all probability, right? They still have 21 days to technically activate it, but it, it's almost certainly going to happen. Um, lots. I, I wouldn't blame anybody who just says, you know what, I'm going to wait one week because the, the hamstring injury is relatively fresh, unlike Taylor's injury, which goes back to last year. I'm not even worried about that one. This one's trickier. Somebody said, I just want to I want to wait one game, let Cooper Cup knock the rust off, make sure this hamstring injury doesn't unwind and you know doesn't re-aggravate or whatever. I could understand that. But otherwise, it's Cooper Cup and you put him in your lineup. Right now, I've got him ranked as my number 40 wide receiver, so I'm still showing some caution on Cup. But... I think he's going to play, and I just I, I'll feel a lot better if I got one one more look at Cup before we go game uh, you know game uh, I don't know wheels up on Cup. Hey, mm-hmm. trust me, uh, as somebody who has Nakua in several leagues, I yeah. want Cup to take as much time as possible before he comes mm-hmm. back. Uh, I, because, I bet you do. Yeah. Nakua is going to be good. I'm telling you, he's too good to just automatically go to the back seat on this. He's no, still yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yep. And then so then how how Jamison Williams now coming back for the Lions. What does that do to Amon St. Brown and uh, Ross St. Brown? And then are you like fully there with Williams to like start him in any league this week? Hell no. We're not touching that dude and not for a while. So you remember last year, he uh, he came off the ACL. He had nine targets over the course of the season and only caught, caught one pass. And he was wide open on that one for a 40-yard touchdown against the Vikings. Then he had one run for 40 yards. So he averages 40 yards a touch, which is you know, pretty good. But uh, we'd like to get the we, he only had the ball in his hands two times last year. And when you're suspended, you're not able to practice with the team. So he's been away from the team for over a month. He's not practicing with them. The team's deep at receiver. They don't need to rush him here at all. Um, Tom, I don't I I'm not interested in Jameson Williams until I see his ass on the field, 35 plus snaps. And we have nothing to this point has suggested that that's going to happen anytime soon. I think it's going to be a slow effort to get him there, and no way am I touching him this week. Okay, very good. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchi, and the website is called guillotineleagues.com. Are you blindly advising people to start Brock Purdy this week against a really good Cowboys defense? I'm on board. I you am are. starting Purdy. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I, it, he has impressed me so much and, you know, listen, is it, is, is this a tough matchup? Yeah, it is a tough matchup. He's my number 13 ranked quarterback he, in the past. He's been higher. The perception on Purdy, by the way, can we debunk this? Is that he's a weak armed dink and dunk passer, mm-hmm. much in the vein of Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's not that guy at all. Right now he's got the second farthest average pass, 9.1 yards. That's two yards deeper than Patrick Mahomes. So he's slinging it downfield, and he's an accurate passer. Usually your deeper downfield passers 
right? The accuracy percentage goes down. But here he is throwing Brock Purdy, throwing the second deepest pass. He's third in completion rate, 72%. And, you know, the Cowboys defenses look great. They've also played some bad passers. This is going to, this is the most functional offense they're going to see. And I'm starting them. You know, we saw, we saw, we saw the Cardinals able to get a little something done here. There's a lot of weapons here, particularly if Debo Samuel is able to go in this game. I'm still starting Brock Purdy. I think what he's okay. done has been awfully impressive. The only thing that's really hurt him from a fantasy standpoint is Christian McCaffrey sweeping up so many touchdowns. Yes. Purdy's averaging just, he's yeah. only got, I think, five touchdowns on the entire season. Well, real quick, uh, what happened Sunday with the Vikings and is Taylor Swift coming to town? Haven't heard on Taylor Swift. I mean, I hope so. We'd like to have her here. She she knows uh, our voice of the Vikings, uh, Paul Allen, has offered her an opportunity to call games from the booth. Yes. If uh, if she wants to do that, which would be great. Now, the good news for the Vikings is, you know, they clearly have the better quarterback. They've got the quarterback between the two who is leads uh, of the two leads in completion percentage, yards, touchdowns, picks. You know, we've got clearly Vikings have got the better quarterback. Yeah, so, there it yeah, is. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even remotely worried. Yeah. Charge, numbers don't lie. Right, exactly. How yeah, could they? Know. Yeah. That right. Kirk looks good. Okay. All joking aside, is it a bloodbath? No. No, the Vikings keep it close? The Vikings do keep it close. Vikings defense is has really started to take shape. So you knew there were a lot of moving parts on the defense. You install a new defensive coordinator, a bunch of new players. The first couple of games were pretty ragged for this defense. Last couple of games, this defense is starting to come together. And I think this thing's going to be closer. And the Vikings, the Vikings can the offense can hang with Kansas City. So yeah. Right. I think this thing's gonna be a little closer than people realize. All right, drafting is still going on at guillotineleagues.com. I love the format. It's my favorite way to play fantasy football. And uh, every single week, Charge has his rankings up there for the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, all for free. Uh, thanks, pal. Have a good week. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. There you have it. I'm I'm excited for the game tonight. I think the Bears keep it close and it goes over. I hope that you're right. That would right. be yes. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.